WTL, where's the line? I'm your host, Ant D. Class, and joined by Jabron. The Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. We're back. Yes, we are. And you know, we got roughed up a little bit last week, but I mean, that wasn't our fault. The NFL, (laughs) college football, that was just all over the place. It's too hard to, yeah. Yeah. But but we'll we'll bounce back this week. Everybody has their down weeks, but yeah, no, uh, there was a couple of. Crazy lines that yeah, yeah. went the opposite way of us, but uh, yeah, we'll, you, we'll get them this week. You know we're going to bounce back, and I think we're up around 10 units right now, so oh, you can't easy. complain about that. Uh, so let's dive into some NFL Thursday night football, yeah. Eagles versus the Texans. This is in Houston, and they are catching 14. Of course, that's going to be on prime, 715 yeah. kickoff. Yeah, of course, Andy, and the Eagles are trying to extend their league leading winning streak to seven games with a dominant win over the Steelers. Yeah, they look their, good. In their last game. They, they look will, good. You know, they're going to keep this momentum going. They're going to beat the Texans, Andy. It's just, are they going to cover that 14 points? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, Jalen Hurts is just a world beater right now, Andy. Nobody can stop him. Yep. He commands the whole offense. He commands the whole team. He Philadelphia does. has played well defensively as well, only giving up 16.9 points a game. Uh, I, I really am going to side with the points here and go with the with the Eagles to cover. I know oh that God. the um, you know in prime time these games tend to be a little closer, but I just think they're going to kind of make a statement and uh, beat the crap out of the Texans in prime time. Jabron, <laughs> you ignorant schmuck! Here we go. I mean, you are talking. And I'm seeing some books at 15, 15 and a half right exactly. now if you shop it around. Yeah. Uh, you cannot give that up. I know Houston looked putrid uh, last week. They had like three drives that went for negative yards yeah. in the first half alone. <laughs> I mean, it was bad. And everything you said about Jalen Hurts, I agree with. I mean, he's, right. he's at one of the front runners right now for league MVP. For sure. How impressive is for that? Sure. And Philadelphia, they're five and two against the spread. Okay, I get it. But Houston, they're three and three and one against the spread, and they're catching a massive amount in a lot of books over two touchdowns. Right. You can't do that in the NFL. Don't overthink it. This is one where you just like you like to say, pinch your nose, take the home team catching that many points. And here we're talking over two touchdowns. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, Andy. The only thing that I would add in there, Andy, is that if you can catch this at maybe 13 and a half, if it dips yeah. below 14, oh, yeah. yep. maybe give it a look. Just I just believe that this team is two touchdowns better than this team. If you can catch it at 13 and a half, maybe give it a look then. Yeah, and obviously when it when the line opened up at 13 and a half, you saw all that money just pour in yeah. on Philadelphia, and maybe rightfully so. You obviously like that hook a little bit better on that side of it. Yeah, for sure. I, I, just, I just can't get... <laughs> I, just, yeah, um, I just can't get... Uh, over the over two touchdowns there. Uh, yeah. There's also some college football. Yeah. You want to dive into that? Yeah, let's do it. Appalachian State going over to Coastal Carolina. That's going to be on ESPN 6:30 kickoff. Where Coastal Carolina is catching three. Appalachian State's a favorite. Yeah, uh, Coastal Carolina at home. Uh, the over under here, Andy, sitting at 64 points. Just so many <laughs> yeah. points. Yeah. Um, you know, and people are betting the over. Oh, this is insane. This is crazy. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I, I really, I really do like App State in this one. I just, it's the more mm. team that I'm familiar with, Andy. Okay. Uh, they, they come out and that they're 14-6 straight up in their last 20 road games. 
Uh, Coast Carolina is 4-10-1 against the spread in their last 15 games. So I just really like the track. The the history here is for App State going in on the road and getting this win. Yeah, but what about straight up? I mean, let's not lose sight of that. Appalachian yeah. State, the Mountaineers here, they're 5-3, and three while, while the Chanteliers yeah. of Coastal Carolina, they're 7-1. and one. They are putting together a really nice season. I mean, not so maybe against the spread this yeah. season. They're three and four against the spread. So right. I, I, I get it. I see where you're coming from there. Um, but once again, this is a I, – I get it. It's at Brooks Stadium. So you have Appalachian State traveling here. Yeah. Oh, man. I did, If I had to lean, I would lean Coastal Carolina here. I like what you had to say. But yeah. What about that over-under? Because right now, you're seeing so much money being poured in on the over, and it's an insane over at 64. Well, no, Andy, I think this is just like that Mac action stuff we were talking about a little <laughs> little bit off yeah. air. Yeah, is yeah. that these these games go over so much, so much more than just regular college football right. games. So they that's do. why it's set there at 64. And if I had to guess, this game is going to be one of those 40 to 38 kind of games, 44 to 40 what? games. So I really do think that this is going to hit over. So I will that. slap 64 easy with the over there. But I just believe App State has played the better opponents, are the better football team. So even if you don't like you know, risking the three points, take the 145 money line and take that to the bank because I really like App State to win this game. All righty, all righty. Well, I'm not going to argue too much with you here. I was just saying a lean. Just yeah. a light no, lean I got you. on Coastal Carolina. I mean, whenever your team is a, a chartreuse <laughs> color and your mascot is a chicken, yeah. you, you can't get too wild with that bet. You, yeah. you just, you no, I got you. You don't feel too good about that. Yeah. All right, let's talk about a little bit of a surprise team here. Yeah. Friday night. I wish college would get away from that and leave that for <laughs> high school. But anyhow, Friday night college football, Oregon State's heading to Washington. Very cool stadium there. But Washington catching four and a half as they're taking on the 25th ranked Oregon State Beavers. That's a late, late kickoff. 930 ESPN2. Yeah, Andy. And uh, like you said, four and a half for Washington as the home team. Uh, and, and the over-under sitting here at 54 and a half, which I believe is a misprint. I believe that the over-under is too low. I would get in on it now. I believe that it should be upwards of 60 points right now. So if you guys go to your book and it's anywhere under 60 points, I would grab it right now. I would take it all the way up to 60. Excellent excellent point because that line is moving up and you you have just over 70% of the money moving in on that over. So that's just going to keep driving it up. So the earlier you can get in on that over, probably the better. And once again, don't overthink it. This is... West Coast Pac-12 football. Yeah, it is. And both of these teams really rely on their offenses to put up big numbers and hope their defense can do just enough for them to get the win. So uh, Washington is averaging over 40 points a game with 507 yards. Yeah. And Oregon State is not far behind with 32.9 points a game, mm-hmm. averaging over 400 yards a game. So I don't really have a way, a reason to lean either way on this, Andy. I just love I that over right now. Let me hear what you're thinking. Okay, I, I like the overall. I'll, I'll bite on that, but I like Washington. I like them a lot. They're at home. They got a stable of running backs. They're going to pound the rock. I know Oregon State is ranked, but you know when you talk, to, yeah. you start talking about schedule and that sort of thing. You know maybe the Huskies are a little bit better um, battle tested. Yeah. They're also six and two. Okay, yeah, yeah. so straight up, so you got two good teams here out of the Pac-12 going at it. I just love what Washington's been able to put together, especially in the running game. I don't think Oregon State's going to be able to handle it. I mean, I'm even looking at a a model here that's showing me a score predictor of 23.6 Washington to 1 Oregon State. 
You never see that. No, you don't. You never see that. Especially when you're looking at an over of what you're saying. You know, if you were a capper, you you know, on that level, you're Mm -hmm. saying it should be around 60, 61. Agreed. Well, you're not going to get to 60 if one team's only scoring one point. So <laughs> something's up there. Something's There's something off here. Something's afoot in the OK yep. Corral. In the Pac-12. Yes. So I like Washington to win. I like Washington to cover. And I like the over. I'll go with you along with you that. You know what? I'll buy that. I'll uh, buy that, Andy. <laughs> All righty. Well, you know, we've had our fair share of hits. Let's talk about some hits and misses here, though. Let's yeah. start with our misses. And it was one that we were pretty high on. Cincinnati, they were a three-point favorite over the Browns. I mean, everything kind of pointed towards Cincinnati. Um, We didn't get too crazy with it, but we suggested go with Cincinnati. Yeah, for sure, Andy. And I had this in a couple of my parlays that had hit all the way up to Monday night. And then Mm -hmm. this one just Mm -hmm. really just broke the bank. Uh, Cincinnati came in on the road as a three point favorite to the, you know, two and five Browns that we just thought were kind of lifeless, Andy. Um, I get that the Bengals were missing Jamar Chase, which is a huge part of their offense. They still got T. Higgins, the Tyler Boyd. They got good receivers. And and Hayden Hurst and all that kind of stuff. But we were, yeah, we were high on the Bengals. They just came out and laid an egg, only putting up 13 points. And that over-under really was really crazy because it was at 45 and that's exactly where it's uh where it was yeah, so landed it, it right pushed. on the number yeah landed right on the number there so there's uh no, no win or no loss so they i knew think, what they're talking about on this one yeah the biggest I, I think the biggest thing that we discounted was the browns defense yeah they showed up to play and we did kind of throw that a uh, little bit of a waiver in there saying look this is a divisional game so stranger things have happened it was just the way cincinnati's offense and it was on halloween it was on Halloween. And Miles Garrett dressed up as Vecna from Stranger Things. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, these are all things that we didn't know when we recorded. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have Miles Garrett's cell phone number, which was, you know, that would have been nice to have. Yeah, so we, we did we did miss on that one, and it was a push on the over-under because yeah. it landed right on 45. But we also had a couple of hits. Yeah. Of course we did. None bigger than the World Series. How about them Philadelphia Phillies? I mean, you were also sprinkling in some prop bets that also landed there. But first, you were just saying, take that money line, take the Phillies. Yeah, um, just it, it was too it was too good a value in Game One for you to not take the Phillies. They were red hot. The bats were red hot. Yeah. We knew that they had the better in in my yeah. mind the better pitcher in World Series. Uh, the um, World Series game one, yeah. they uh, Verlander was zero six going into that, mm-hmm. uh, and they and the Astros came out and got up four to zero. So I was kind of you yeah, know clenching, clenching my seat yep. a little bit, but no, hey. no matter what, those Phillies bats are going to get going. They did had a walk off home run, and uh, yeah, took that to the bank. Hey, chicks dig the long ball. So do sports betters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean the Phillies, and that's something else we mentioned uh, last week as well that this roster is built for the postseason it is and i mean schwarber hoskins and of course harper yep uh they're swinging some lumber they are right now so even if you do get in a uh, an early hole down four whatever yeah. one, uh, one swing of the bat yeah and they're just right there back you at got it. it and if i had a lean i'm still leaning towards philadelphia i know they can drop a game and then win it at home here um, but I, I like the momentum that Philadelphia is playing with right no, now. No, they do. It just seems that they got all facets going right now. Their starting pitching yeah. is, is getting through the first five innings, which is really, really important to keep that bullpen alive and ready, and the bats are just going off the, 
you know, going off. So I really like the Phillies to win the entire series. If you want to hedge a little bit and take the Astros, that's, that's you know, your prerogative. They have championship DNA, and they could still win this series. But I'm on the Philly train all the way through. The Astros are in quite a hole right now. I kind of like Philly as well. So, yeah. hey, before we uh, sign out here, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football and NBA basketball contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. Welcome back, everybody, to WTL. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jebra, the Parlay Pounder. <laughs> we're back. We're back. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. And then uh, we talk a little NFL, a little college there, a little Thursday night, Friday night primer. But yeah. let's get into the Big Ten, yeah. Big 12. Let's start with Texas Tech, taking on Texas Christian University, where the Horn Frogs they're the number seven team in the nation. That's an 11 o'clock kickoff on Fox. And wouldn't you know it, TCU, they're the nine and a half point favorite. Yeah, Andy. Uh, eight and all in the season, like you said, undefeated. Number seven in the nation, coming in against another Texas school, over under sitting all the way up at 69 right yeah. now, Andy. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Um, with, with this total hanging around 70, I'm still siding with the over, Andy. Uh, what? <laughs> TCU has scored 38 or more points in every single game this season while playing the second fastest team Oklahoma State is first in terms of place per minute nearly mm-hmm. yeah they got near, a lot of possessions yeah, they they nearly add possessions three plays per minute yeah. on the year the Red Raiders want to play fast as possible as well um, I just see this one just kind of going back and forth the Red Raiders couldn't stay out of their own way last week against Baylor <laughs> committing five turnovers losing a blowout 45 to 17 but TCU's defense is a bit overrated in this market I believe yeah so it's I, not the TCU of old exactly I, I they are gonna win TCU is gonna win so I, I just I believe the over is the best bet right now and I believe it's gonna keep going up I believe this will be up over 70 points. By My the weekend, I, so I, I I really think it's it's a it's a good bet, it's a solid bet, and I just think there are going to be big chunk plays all over, and the game soars over the total with both teams pushing forty. So I mean, that's obvi- where I'm at. Yeah, obviously, you really got to like what you see from TCU and some you know teams from the Big Twelve in general. Yeah. I, I think the Big Twelve's ca- caught a lot of shade the last two or three years. You know, comparing to the SEC, comparing to the Big Ten. Right. Uh, no, they got some premier teams this year and a lot of them are wearing purple yeah so, well, i know what, two of them <laughs> whatever that means i know two are wearing purple <laughs> uh but right now you got over 80 percent of the money going in on that even at with the hook at nine and a half yeah on tcu so that makes me a little leery of going on that and i just can't get over that 69 70 points right uh for the over and like you said all of the money right now is going in on that over. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, mean, and the stats show that. I mean, the body of work shows exactly, that. Exactly. Like we said, TCU scores thirty-eight points a game or more Ugh. in every game, so they are taking over half of that over for you. <laughs> it's just can Texas Tech hold up their end of the bargain? Like I said, I don't really believe in TCU's offense. Texas Tech can put up some points and want to play fast. So I'm just hoping that they can hold up their end of the bargain. If you really want to get into the, you know, what should I pick in this game? Um, 
I would just take TCU straight up on the, on the money line to throw okay. in a parlay. Okay. But it's at minus three twenty five, so it's mm. not. It's a good piece. Yeah. But it's on not. Parlay. It's not a yeah. great piece. So um, that's what I would say on this game. I really do like the over, but if you're going to do anything, take TCU money line. I don't believe in them enough to get that nine and a half. I uh, just believe it's too many points. All righty, and Texas Tech has gone. They have smacked that over four of the last five games. No and they are four and four. I mean, you're saying, can TCU get there? Can they help us out? Well, they have half the time. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> uh, I, be- I believe that the overall hit on that one. So that is where I'm sitting. All right. Let's run on over to the Big Ten, where number four, Michigan, is on the road to take on Rutgers. That's a 6.30 kickoff on BTN, the Big Ten Network. Wow. Another stretched out line for the Wolverines. Yeah. Nothing that uh, we're surprised with. Um, but 26, they're a 26 point favorite over <laughs> Rutgers over under at 45. Yeah, Andy, uh, we kind of got burnt a little bit on Michigan last a little bit last week with the 23 and a half. They got us with that half point. It, it ended up being a 23 point spread between them and Michigan state. Yep. I mean, Michigan hasn't been dominant against the spread this season. They've just been dominant in every other facet of the game. Right. They're right. eight and zero on the season, but they're four and four against the spread. Yep. In the games that they haven't covered, they've been so close as only off a few points. That just shows you how yeah. close Vegas is dialed in on these guys. It really. Yeah. Uh, Michigan has been dominant defensively. Has only allowed one Big Ten opponent. And one opponent all season to score more than 20 points. Yeah. And I don't believe that's going to happen against a team like Rutgers either. So yeah. um, I'm not scared of this line, Andy. Just like we are saying last week, yep. I'm not scared of it. Yep. I don't know if I'm going to bet on it. But if I were, I'm leaning toward Michigan yeah, for I like, sure. I like that Michigan lean as well. And that defense, the defense you were talking about. Yeah. And what Jim Harbaugh has been able to do and build that thing up over the last few years. Uh, the under has hit four of the last five games. Yeah. For Michigan, and it's due to that defense. Yeah. They are not allowing people in the end zone. No, they won't either. And, I mean, we were just talking about a Big 12 line at 70. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now we're talking about a 45, and we're thinking the under, and that's where all the, the smart money is going as well, is smacking that under. Yeah, uh, Michigan games, just like you just said, tended, tend to finish under when it comes to over-under, and based on Rutgers' offensive yeah. output and Michigan's still a defense, I see UM winning this game and covering the spread I also think that under could hit in the same game, something like a thirty-five to zero win, thirty-five to you know three win, right. something like that. All right, I believe the un- I believe the under will hit, and I yeah. believe they cover as well. I'm not going to throw a lot of money on the twenty-six point spread, but I believe the under no. is an actual a good bet, one it's of the better point. ones of the Big Ten slate. All right, well let's head back to the Big Twelve then for an FS1 six o'clock kickoff. The Texas Longhorns are rolling into the Little Apple, Manhattan, Kansas, and they're the favorites. Yeah. What what's going on here? Kansas State's ranked 13th in the nation. Now Texas, they are receiving votes, but they are unranked right now. Uh, what is going on here? Yeah, like you said, Andy, uh, the Kansas State, the home dog, after just yeah. a huge, impressive win over Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, putting a goose egg on them. Um, Will it, Howard. It, Will Howard. Will Howard. Where's the Will Howard trade? Yeah, Will Howard. Uh, yeah, and they're, they're the dog by two and a half points. I mean, I... I don't get this at all. Yeah. I, I am missing something here. I, I'm missing something here, too. Both Texas and Kansas State have covered the spread in, in the last five games this season. The Wildcats are seeking revenge after losing to Texas last season. Right. Kansas State is the better team 
this season. And, and I, they're the home dog. Yeah, they're, they're the, the home, home dog. dog. I believe take the two and a half points. Take this all the way down to pick them game. In my mind, Kansas State winning this game. Um, I, I just don't I don't see what's going on here, Andy. Boom, claws out. And let's say uh, Will Howard doesn't get the start because Adrian Martinez for intensive yeah, Okay. He was a, yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, he was a game-time decision last week. This is a great problem to have. Two great quarterbacks, two hot quarterbacks. And also, you don't have to rush Adrian Martinez uh, back into playing if he's not ready to go, unlike maybe happened to him in the past exactly. uh, for a, another team. Uh, but this is a great spot for Kansas State to be in, and I'm all over the, the purple and silver here. I like the home dogs. Give me the cats. I just got one last point on this, Andy, that we I can't be missing anything on this. The Texas Longhorns are on the road again with a trip <laughs> to Kansas State. The Longhorns are coming off a of bye week but lost 41-34 to in their last game played to who? Oklahoma State, Oklahoma State, who Kansas State just whipped up and down the field, forty-eight to zero. I don't believe zero. I, just, I don't. I don't get what's going on here. Yeah. Take the take the cats in purple at home. They're going to be up for it. Texas goes home with the tail between them. This legs. really has to be one of those ones where you know we said it in the last segment. Don't overthink it. I mean, you're you're catching points on a home dog. This is a betters. A dream scenario. Right I, there. I just believe that they're kind of showing Texas the kind of love that Nebraska does. You know, We're back in the you know a we, year or two. Ago. I'm just saying that Texas fans are just hitting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Texas is going to win. Texas is going to win. Texas is going to win without looking at the body of work from the Wildcats. I just I yeah. I don't I don't get this. Yeah, they're calling it that luxury tax or whatever the exactly. Tex, te, Texas tax. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. All right, now <laughs> here's the game that everybody that yeah, I mean this is what everyone's <laughs> talking about here. The Minnesota Golden Gophers, yeah. the, the Fighting PJ Flex, uh, rolling into Lincoln, Nebraska, where they find themselves a heavy favorite here. 16 points. Nebraska doesn't even sound right. A 16 point dog at home. Yeah, Andy, um, and the over-under sitting there at uh, 46 points. Um, I just, I don't know, Andy. I just mm. think we're dead. Uh, I, I get the case can be made for a home dog, underdog in some spots. And Minnesota hasn't necessarily looked like a team that can, you know, should be laying out with this many points. But the Cornhuskers simply aren't built to stop a team like Minnesota right. with the defense and a hard you know, running team. Minnesota still has a top five scoring defense and six against the pass, seven in total defense as well. I just think they find a, you know, a find a way to a route. This disappointing Nebraska team at home. Yeah. Uh, give me the, give me the Gophers in a beat down. I'm taking the 16 and a half for the golden Gophers. Yeah. There's too many intangibles going the way, um, towards Minnesota. I, we, we still don't know exactly what's going on with the injury with uh, Casey. Clay, Casey Thompson. Yep. Uh, and it might just be a stinger or this or that, but I mean, we're, there's still question marks there. He's still listed as questionable. Yep. And we know if he's out, boy, that really hurts or limits the offense and Minnesota. You're right. They're not a powerhouse. They're not this, they're not that, but they do the things well that Nebraska can't defend. Exactly. They, got, they got a solid running game and so they don't even have to get away from that to cover the 16 points. So if I had to have a lean, it would unfortunately probably be towards the fighting PJ Flex. Yeah. And at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, I can't believe I'm it, Yeah, it kills me to say this, but yeah, PJ is about to flex on us. Uh, just exactly like this. This just feels like the Illinois yeah. game, just a replay of last week. So 
I believe that's what's going to happen. I believe that Minnesota routes us, and we just can't get points on the board. Now, that's 11 o'clock kickoff. So last week, we had a really fun event for another um, earlier kickoff at 2.30, where we did a pregame show with the No Block no rock Heck yeah. guys and and you, we got to send out a big thanks to them and bauer underground for hosting us with that yeah. tailgate you couldn't have got a better layout a better tailgate uh, the atmosphere everything. Yeah, yeah everything uh yeah and connor with with, with the nebraska, nebraska brewing company yeah, yeah. some beers down uh nothing like cracking a beer you know at 9 30 in the morning no exactly <laughs> and yeah like you said big shout outs to uh no block no rock for coming out bauer underground for yeah. you know hosting us it was just the best setup right between Pinnacle Bank yeah. Arena and Memorial Stadium. Uh, it, it was just the best. Everybody that came out, thank you very much. And, yeah, thank uh, big shout-out to Bauer Underground for uh, uh, setting us up with that. Yeah, and thank you to all you guys out there that tuned in. You know, I talked to some folks that uh, they were traveling at the time, coming to Lincoln, coming to the game or whatever yeah. they, whatever they were doing. But there was nothing really on as far as pregame. So they tuned in to us. And we had over 1,000 viewers on that ESPN Tri-Cities uh, uh, Facebook Live. Heck so yeah. how cool was that? Well, yeah, I just saw a whole bunch of comments on there. Why do you need to watch game day when you know the <laughs> WTL yeah. and NBA and our guys are on? So no, it was uh, it was a very fun event, and I can't wait to do it again. That's pretty awesome. I think we're gonna have to do that again. So hey, let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners. That is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been drinking the Cardinal Pale Ale. You know that's one of my favorites, and it's one of their you know. I would say premier beers, oh, if yeah. you will. You see it everywhere. So Nebraska Brewing Company is world-class in every glass. Don't go in there, folks. This is WTL. Back on the WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jim Brown. Oh, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. Yes, sir. Now, we talked some pretty good matchups there in the oh, Big yeah. Ten and the Big 12. Now, let's get to some premier ranked teams, some, some matchups. Real college oh, football. my God. Everybody's talking about <laughs> these ones, and rightfully so. Yeah. So, let's start with, you know, maybe a couple surprise teams here. Wake Forest, ranked 20th in the nation, yeah. taking on North Carolina State. We've talked about the Wolfpack a couple of times now. They're For ranked sure. 21st. That's a 7 o'clock kickoff on the ACC Network. And Wake Forest, they are the four-point favorites. Yeah, Andy. Uh, I just think this one's a little weird just because I believe that these two teams are so evenly matched. I believe that they're about uh-huh. the same team. Both 6-2, and two, both in the same conference. Yep. Over-under sitting there at 54, Andy. Uh-huh. Um, I believe the only reason that they're giving Wake Forest kind of this you know, a little nudge here is that Virginia Tech game against the Wolfpack last uh, last week. They were down twenty-one to ten and going into the final quarter. NC State did post twelve unanswered points and got the got the win for a twenty-two twenty-one. Hey, they're comeback. winning games. They're winning um, games. Yeah, the Demon Deacons. I'll give you another reason. The Demon Deacons are four and one against the spread in their last five overall games. Yep. Meanwhile, the Wolfpack is two and five. Right. Against in their last seven straight up. Yep. I think I still got to go with NC State here, Andy. What? Getting the points plus four at home. I just believe that they're they're gonna come out. They they might get down, but I believe that they're gonna be able to cover this at yeah. least at home. So as for Wake Forest, they're coming off an ugly loss against Louisville, uh, highlighted by a whopping eight turnovers. Outside of that, the Deacons didn't play too badly, but it's it, it's gonna be a tough 
lost to Shake, I believe. Yeah. And I really like the home team here to cover those four points. Now you make a terrific point there uh, with the home dog. That's one of the most secure bets you could ever make is taking the home dog there, especially when you're getting two evenly matched teams. Yeah. However, you already alluded to it. Uh, on the season, Wake Forest are 6-2. and two. They're also 6-2 and two against the spread. Yeah. North Carolina State, on the other hand, okay, they're six and two straight up, but they're two and six <laughs> right. against the spread. So that gives me a moment of pause there. I like the four points. It's not on that key number of three. Over three. If I can wait for it to get down to three, maybe three and a half, I'm really going to be leaning hard towards Wake Forest, but I might just have to sit this one out and really watch this line okay. uh, because there probably will be more money coming in on the home dog. Uh, I you got to think so. I would agree. You? All right, let's head on over to the SEC, number six, Alabama. And how about that? They were ranked outside of the top four in the college football playoff. Crazy. I believe the first time ever that there's ever been a college football uh, <laughs> ranking that Alabama just wasn't two, three, yeah. whatever. You got to get the crimson. I guess not this year. Not this year. Too <laughs> so, many unbeaten teams still, Andy. Too many unbeatens. So Alabama's uh, taking on LSU. They're ranked 15th in the nation. That's a 6 o'clock kickoff yeah. at Tiger Stadium. And wouldn't you know it, the home dog once again. Thir- <laughs> LSU catching 13 and a half. Yeah, and it's crazy. A ranked team as high as uh, LSU. Six and two on the season. What's going on? Only one more loss than Alabama. 13 and a half point dogs at home. 56 and a half is the over under. Um, I mean, Brian Kelly has this LSU Tigers team humming, coming off a top yeah. 10 win over Ole Miss before their bye week. Yep. They just got a whole entire week to prepare for the Crimson Tide. Um, I don't believe that they win this game, Andy. I'm not saying that. I have them covering. I'm predicting this game a 45-35 win for Alabama, winning by 10 points. I just think 13.5 is too much. That's two touchdowns. Yeah. I think LSU can cover that, um, but I do like that over a lot. There's a really crazy stat out there, and it's something like 66 or 67%. If if you just blindly bet college football, home yeah. dogs, you'd have won like 67% of your bets just this season. And you'd love it. Uh, yeah, you'd be loving it. And, and it might just be like the last three weeks. Yeah. Don't quote me on any of that. But yep. the, the point being is home dogs will cover for you, and I think this is a prime spot for it. Not saying the LSU Tigers are going to win, but you got to love the metrics that you just went over there. Yeah. Uh, Knocked off a ranked team, then went on a bye, got healthy, got right, and you got Alabama coming home. And I'll tell you what, this is a 6 o'clock kickoff at ESPN on ESPN. Wild things, stranger things have happened at Tiger Stadium at night. I agree. I agree. All right, let's head on over to the ACC and I guess pseudo-ACC when you talk Notre Dame. Yeah. (laughs) Number five, Clemson taking on Notre Dame. That's a 6.30 kickoff. That's going to be on NBC. And Notre Dame, they are laying three and a half. Wow, this is quite the trend here. Home dogs. This should just be the home dog <laughs> home segment. Do- home dog segment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Andy, like you said, uh, Clemson coming in 8-0, three and a half point favor coming into Notre Dame, over, under, sitting at 44 points. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Notre Dame kind of caught me with my pants down last week. I telling, every, telling everybody to yep. jump on uh, uh, jump on Syracuse, I believe. Mm-hmm. The, the Fighting Irish have been playing well since their one and two start earlier in the season, yep. but they will be facing a Clemson team that has its eyes set on not just a conference title, but a college football playoff berth. 
They're they're here in the chat right now saying they shouldn't be ranked in the top four. Exactly. And, and I think they're taking that personally. Yeah. Uh, I would be. I'm like, what haven't we done? Yeah. We have knocked off multiple ranked opponents. Exactly. We've gone on the road. Um, we've been the underdog multiple times, and yep. and we we came through. We're eight and zero. Oh. Yeah. Like, what is going on? And and also they have. You know, the recent success over the last four, five, ten years. For sure. To warrant that nod. Yeah, no, you know? they get the nod. I mean, anybody that's saying that Clemson shouldn't be up there, look at the body of work. Just like you said, over the past ten years, they should, you know, even be in the conversation for ranked one, but SEC always gets the nod there. Mm-hmm. Um, how, you know, I just believe with the Tigers having the advantage of a veteran quarterback over Notre Dame, both these teams run the ball effectively, but the Tigers' defense should be able to slow down the Irish. It should be a fun game with Clemson winning by at least a touchdown. I'm believing Clemson 30, Notre Dame 23, Clemson covers. Uh, yeah, and keeps the yeah. undefeated season alive. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think yeah. this Clemson defense is some on a whole nother level, and I am so unimpressed with Notre Dame's offense. For sure. Give me the Tigers going on the road and covering that. I wish... I wish it was a square there at three. I don't like that hook. Yeah. But I still got to like what I'm seeing from Clemson, especially as of late. I get it. They're, both these teams, interestingly enough, are 4-4 four and four this season yeah. against the spread. But in this spot, the way Clemson is and, and all the things that you just detailed there, yeah, I'm rocking the Tigers. I don't even care if it Let's is that. Notre Dame and touchdown Jesus is looking over the field. Yeah. Nope. Put it away. <laughs> put it in a box. Put it on a shelf. Give me the Tigers. Heck yeah, Andy. I like that. <laughs> all right. So, uh, got a pretty uh, big game here that I think a few folks <laughs> – um, may have circled or cut out some time to maybe watch, be a part of. Biggest game of the college football <laughs> season, Andy. This is going to be electric. Number two, Tennessee. Heading on over to Georgia to take on the number one ranked Bulldogs, 230 on CBS. Interestingly enough, that's where the coaches and AP polls have them. That is not where uh, the college football playoffs rankings have them. They have, yeah, they got Tennessee at one. And I agree with that. I think Tennessee should be number they one. They warrant the number one yes. college football playoff ranking. They took out the regular number one, which is Alabama. They deserve it. I mean, you can't be crying, Georgia. You're you're at number three in the college football playoff rankings. It doesn't yeah. matter as long as you're in the college football playoffs. Right, so right. I, I, yeah, I'm kind of tired of hearing the old Georgia Bulldogs should be number one in the college football. <laughs> no, this is your chance to prove it. you got yeah. them coming into your stadium. Yeah. Let, let's get it on. Uh, and both teams... Are eight no. However, there is a uh, stark difference when we're talking against the spread. Yeah, the Volunteers are seven and one against the spread, and the Georgia Bulldogs they might be a victim of their own success, especially being the, the you know defending national champions. They're four and four against the spread, so there's some big time lines that they just don't cover. They don't have to cover. They don't have to. They, they don't have, have some to some spreads over forty points, Andy. And just like, why do you need to cover that? You don't need to no. cover it. Nope. If you're beating a team by thirty six, you're beating a team by thirty six. It doesn't matter. I used to love that when Nebraska would get up by on a team, you know, four or five touchdowns, and we'd yeah. see our third, four string running back in there in the fourth quarter. That 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 was just beautiful. That was wonderful. And that's what Georgia has going on right sure. now. So yeah, don't get fooled by that. However, this is a pretty big line over a touchdown. Yeah. Minus eight. The Bulldogs are the favorite, and I mean Tennessee. I don't. I never would have thought Tennessee would have had this type of season. But if they were to have this type of season, which they are, they're in the middle of it right now. How can they be over a touchdown dog? No, I don't. I don't agree with this line at all, Andy. 
The Tennessee Volunteers have been the best offense in college exactly. football. They are not super efficient all the time, but that's because they're able to run plays at such a fast pace. Defenses aren't able to get set. Tennessee then takes advantage with big plays down the field. Yeah. I believe that this is going to be a back-and-forth game, Andy. A lot of big plays, a lot of big moments, but I am taking that Tennessee Volunteers plus eight going yeah. into Georgia. Not necessarily to win, Andy, but I believe that this game will be decided by a field goal at the end or a late touchdown, maybe even in overtime. I mean, you got me going here, Jabron. You got me going here. I'm thinking this might be the lock of yeah. the week for me. Tennessee covering that eight. Are you kidding me? I, They're the number one team in the nation. I agree. Uh huh. And I get it. They're going on the road, but I, what happened? Like we talked about their high flying offense there. And how about this little nugget? Yeah. The over. Tennessee has gone has smacked that over eleven of their fourteen past games. Yeah. And right now it's getting bet up, and I understand why because it's at sixty six. This might be one of those. If these two teams are battling out late in the fourth quarter, you're going to see points upon points upon points. It might even go into overtime. No. That's what type of game I'm thinking this is going to be. Exactly, Andy. And if you can get this at 65 or lower, but, uh, you know, jump on that because I believe that I believe in 66 will hit. Um, that's not my best bet of the game. Obviously, the best bet is the volunteers the cover. covering. Yeah, yeah. But no, I, I do like the over because, like I said, uh, volunteers have been the best uh, offense in college football, but uh, the Bulldogs are still averaging 530 yards yeah, per game. Just a machine. This is just offense yeah. versus offense. SEC, this is the yep. best game of the yep. year. This is going to be. You know, just one of those yeah. Alabama-Tennessee type games that we just saw a couple weeks ago. Yeah. It's going to be the exact same way, and give me those points for Tennessee. And don't get me wrong. I don't want to throw shade at Georgia. You I love. Yeah, you, you can't. This, this is just a primetime matchup. This is going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah. I just think that Tennessee can cover the eight there, even though they're going on the road. Yeah, Andy. And, uh, you know, that Tennessee pick might just be the start of a Gibran parlay. Oh, I love to hear that. We might just have to keep the folks on the edge of their seat, yeah. though. No, we, we can throw it in right now. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll give them a college football play. Let's do this it. This is the Gibran college football parlay for three teams. I'm taking Tennessee plus eight at a minus 110. Kansas State getting points as well at plus two and a half at a minus 110. And then ending it with that North Carolina State plus four Woo-hoo. at a Minus one ten, putting twenty five dollars on this to win one fifty. Gotta love it. Gotta Can't love beat that it. value. That is Jabron the Parlay Pounder on Nebraska's only sports betting show. This is WTL. Where's the line? Don't go in there, folks. We'll be right back after these messages. WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy. Class enjoyed by Gibran, the Parlay Pounder. You know it. We're back. Oh, okay, okay. So we talked a little NFL. We talked a lot of college football. Yeah. Now we got to talk about a lot of NFL football. Let's get back into it. All right. We got a high noon. High noon. That's a, <laughs> I guess that's a popular drink now. Yeah, that's, that's, a, a, that's a bar stool <laughs> shout out there. <laughs> uh, high noon kickoff <laughs> on Fox. That is the Packers taking on. An NFC North rival in the Lions, and I don't know what to make of this, but Green Bay, I guess they're the road favorites at minus three and a half. Yeah, Andy, like you said, it's kind of 
weird to watch this, you know, Packers team kind of unravel here, but the over-under sitting there at 49.5. The Lions kind of seeming like they've given it up on the season, getting rid of their tight end, TJ Hawkinson, to a divisional foe. The what Minnesota a weird Vikings. trade. What a weird so trade. Weird. But it's hard imagining the Packers having the seventh worst scoring offense this yeah. season, but here yeah. we are. Green Bay Packers offense has been held to a putrid 17 and a half yeah. points per game during this four-game skid. However, things should kind of get back on track with, you know, playing against a line, the NFL's worst know. scoring I... defense in the yeah. league. And, and and Goff, I mean, he just makes some terrible, terrible decisions. Yeah. I feel like he's slow on his reads. Like, it, it hasn't gotten better for him since he left L.A. <laughs> yeah, no, it has And went to It looked Detroit. like they had a little bit of a... You know, a little bit of a you know a hope or chance. You know, getting into a you know you know a, you know a high offense kind of thing here, but mm-hmm. it just hasn't worked out for him. With Amon Ross St. Brown injured every week, DeAndre Swift right. injured every week, and just got rid of their number one tight end, T.J. Hawkinson, like we said. But time is running out for the Green Bay Packers, Andy. That is. is the reason that I am siding with the Packers here. Really, uh, the good news is the Packers are five and one in their last. Six games against the Lion, winning two of the last three trips to Ford Field as well. Until Detroit shows me some better structure, I'm trusting the Packers to get the job done. Packers 28, Lions 23. All right, I got a little pushback for you here. Yeah. You, you mentioned, you know, on the field and straight up type of things, but Detroit is 5-0 and against the spread their last five games against Green Bay okay. at home. Yeah. So, I mean, I had to stretch a little bit to get there. Yeah. And there's definitely, you got to really pause when you're talking about betting on Detroit. For sure. Um, but this might be a spot. You, you, we talked about it earlier. Home dogs. I mean, that that is the way to go. Yeah. And in the NFL, it's so sharp. The cappers are so sharp right now. Mm-hmm. And you got enough of a body of work to go with. I'm catching three and a half at home. Yeah. I even got the hook. And... You talk about Detroit giving up on a season. It kind of feels like Green Bay's giving up on their season. A little bit. A little bit. They elevated Samari Toure. How about that? Got a touchdown. Little Husker shout-out there. Love to see that. Yeah. Uh, so if I'm going to go with the light lean here with Detroit. I'm going to wait and see till the last minute here to kick off if I actually do want to play this. But if I had to right now, I am leaning towards Detroit. What about that over-under? We're looking at 49.5. Yeah, I'm not so sure on this one, Andy, just because I don't believe in the Lions to put up very many points. Yeah. Obviously, the Packers' offense is uh, not as good either. Struggling. So if I was going to lean, I would lean on the under. And you kind of you kind of uh, tempted me there, Andy, a little bit. I might not take this 3.5-point favorite for the Packers, but just stick to that minus 185 money line. There you go. Yeah, Because I believe that they will win. I just don't know by how much. Uh, the Lions could give them a little scare, and then Crosby hit it in at the end um, and try and you know yeah. take it home. So that's not um, too juicy, is it? No, it's not okay. too juicy. But that minus one one eighty five is not a bad play if you're on the Packers. All righty, let's head on over for another Fox. Yeah, high noon <laughs> kickoff. That is the Vikings. Traveling to Washington D.C. to take on the Comanches, the Commander, yeah, whatever the, the team, for, no, the uh, team formerly known as the Football Team, the team formerly known as Dan <laughs> Snyder's team. He just said he's going to sell it. Well, yeah, and we'll see, we'll see what all uh, plays <laughs> out there. But on the field, yeah, Washington, another home dog. What is going on here? Uh, they're plus three and a half. They're a catch at three and a half at home. Yeah, Andy. I'm just going to come out and say it. The Minnesota Vikings are frauds. 
Our frauds. Not as quite quite as fraudulent as the 6-1 Giants, but it's pretty close. Their defense allows the fourth fourth most passing yards per game, Uh the second most yards per attempt, and their best win came in week one against a Green Bay Packers team that is 3-5. I refuse to trust Kirk Cousins to have this team be an actually good team. Um, and what in, in another one of their you know big wins is against a you know a, a Miami Dolphin team without Tua. We know that they need Tua to win games. Uh-huh. So I just think these guys are frauds. So it's give their me fault. the give me the Commanders plus three and a half at home. And so it's their fault that they've won six games this year. Yeah, I'm not know. saying it's their fault. I'm saying they're frauds. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I, was, I was just on After Hours last night. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and big shout to those guys. Thanks for shout having out me Jimmy on. Allen. Hey, yep, yep. Jimmy Allen getting her done like he always does. Um, and I, I'm just turned into this Kurt Cousins defender. Like, I don't want to be a Kurt Cousins defender. That looks but, like you are. But, but I am this week again. I think they can cover this three and a half. Uh, on the flip side, Heineke, right? Is that going to be the starting quarterback? Yeah. I mean, I guess he's got good stats. I guess he makes good decisions. Yeah. But he doesn't have what Minnesota has. Offensive <laughs> firepower. You're talking about the defense struggling. Yep. Like, I get it. But Minnesota can cover that. I don't care if it's on the road or not. Uh, I will say, I will say the NFC East, you yeah. know, and they've been in the punching bag. You know, they've they've been the butt end of a lot oh, yeah. of jokes. For sure. Uh, we got to give up on that. The, forget about the NFC least. Let's call them the NFC beast because their record right now as a conference is 23 and 8 against others. The yeah. next best is 15 and 16. Yeah, that's just huge. I mean, yeah. and, and, and a, a big West. part of it is, you know, the 8-0 or 7-0 Philadelphia Eagles. But the, these other teams aren't Give anything. credit where credit's due. Yeah, the Giants, like I said, 6-1, and got to give it up to them. And I'm not saying that I hate the Vikings. I'm not saying it. I'm just saying I don't believe they're as good as what their record's saying. Um, no, I think I this it. is a rat line. It's a trap. It feels like yeah. Vegas is dying okay. for you to take Minnesota. I recognize the Vikings are six and one, and the Commanders are four and four. Right. But I think the Vikings are frauds. So give me Washington <laughs> with the points. And maybe to your point there, the NFC North as a conference against others, they are thirteen and seventeen, Ooh. and nothing really to brag about. Yep. All right, let's head on over to Sunday night. Oh, Sunday night. Sunday night. Who is that little country singer there? Uh, Carrie Underwood, I believe. Carrie Underwood and her legs. Get you ready for kickoff (laughs) with her her little spiel, her little song there. All right, but we got the Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Head on over to Arrowhead Stadium. That place is going to be rocking. Yes. They are a huge dog. Kansas City is a 12-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, Andy. Uh... Chiefs' track record against the spread is far from good. And with Frank Clark beginning his suspension this week, there will be a little bit more room up front for Derrick Henry to run. I like the Chiefs in a convincing victory, but the Titans should cover the uh, mm, 12 and a half. I think so. It, it's a slower-paced game that features a tough outing from Derrick Henry. I believe Chiefs 27, Titans 17. They cover the spread. Chiefs okay. win the game. I mean, they're still winning by two scores there. Exactly. You know, winning by 10, winning by 11. Yep. Uh, and uh, one thing that, you know, a lot of people would always talk about, well, Andy Reid coming off a bye. Andy Reid coming yep. off a bye is going to cover. That's not really been the case well, the last win. couple of He's, he's going to win. win. Uh, but but coming off a bye, he hasn't been as sharp, or the stats haven't really shown that the yep. last couple of seasons. For sure. And the Chiefs are one of these teams where they're playing for more than just, you know, putting it on and making a statement. Yeah. They're looking at making a run in the playoffs. So With everybody healthy. They're one of the few teams out there in the NFL 
that can go ahead and get up and kind of control the game. And they have a quarterback now who's confident and competent enough to do that for them. Exactly. And, and, and like you you were just alluding to, they can get up and hold the lead. They can also get down and score so fast. Yeah. So yeah. they're never – they're never eager. They're never, you know, you know, you, they're never like a lot of these other teams with their their foot on the gas at all times. They don't need to be that way. I believe that they win this game. I just don't think they're going to cover this spread, especially with Derrick Henry having a, a monster day for the Tennessee Titans. But uh, I believe the Chiefs win this one in, like I said, convincing fashion, just not covering 13. What about that over-under, 46.5? I, I would be very remiss to think that this is going to go over just because I think it's going to be kind of a grind-out game. Huh. And uh, the time of possession, you know, favoring the Tennessee Titans with eating a lot of that clock up. I believe the yeah. Chiefs will score fast, and the Titans will use a lot of clock to keep this kind of a, like yeah. I said, a lower-scoring game. So I, would, I don't like the over I don't like the under either. I don't ever like, you know, betting the under with the Kansas City Chiefs on right. the that's field. Just, that's brutal, but isn't I, it? I'm just saying that I do not like the over here and will not be betting the over here. There is a slight edge. There's a slight edge being poured in on the over, and I think it's because of what you're saying. Chiefs coming off a bye, For Pat sure. Mahomes, all these guys. No doubt. You know, so I, I get it. I get it both ways. So maybe that's one that you could just sidestep and put in your back pocket and exactly. not get too, too wild about. I've heard a lot of good cases, though, for um, – Tennessee to be able to cover this one. Yeah. But what about the quarterback? Tannehill is he's he's on the injury report right now and they're yeah. being really quiet about that. So here's I'm gonna give everyone an if. And I think it might come down to a game time decision. If Tannehill doesn't start, if he's not the starting quarterback, yeah. I think Kansas City covers. Okay. Just because there's no offense other than Derrick Henry then. Yeah, no, then they can stack the box against him. Um no, I am going eleven guys in the box. I don't I I am going into this game thinking that Ryan Tannehill is gonna play. They had their uh Malik Willis experiment last week. They know that he's not ready. They know they know that he's not the guy. Tannehill needs to get back as fast as they can so that they have a chance at salvaging this season. So I believe this is Tannehill's starting quarterback. And the Tennessee Titans can cover. Yeah, forget about Willis. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's head on over. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> Monday night yeah. on ESPN. 7-15 kickoff. This is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Ravens taking on the Saints. Another home dog. It's like I'm a broken record yeah. here. Saints catching two and a half. No, the Baltimore Ravens scare the hell out of me, Andy, as they, they fall apart yeah, sure. in the fourth quarter yeah. and either blow the game or keep things too close for comfort. Still, the Ravens are a very good team with an explosive offense, and the defense just yeah. got better with the addition of Bears' Roquan Smith. Yes. The New Orleans yes. Saints just can't get out of their own way, mainly with the defense, with the 28th scoring defense in the, in, in the NFL, and it's going to take more than that to get a victory here. Uh, it, it, it's, it's not an easy play. It's, it's not an easy and play in New Orleans, uh, especially in prime time. Give me the Baltimore Ravens to cover here. I I, I just think it's going to happen. Tuck! Tuck can get me that three at the end, right? They Tuck, can. Justin Tucker can get it for me there. Yep. All right, Mr. Parlay. Hounder. Yeah. You got a parlay play for the people. I do. Uh, it's an NFL play, three-teamer. Um, let's start it out with 
the Bills and Jets over under sitting at 47. I'm going over on that. That's a lot of offense okay. in that okay. game with Josh Allen coming in with the Miami Dolphins money line at minus 220 over the Chicago Bears. And then I'm ending <laughs> it with the Cincinnati Bengals. They burned me last week. They won't do it again, mainly because they are playing my Carolina Panthers. Ah. That will not <laughs> win a game all season long. So give me the Bills, Jets over under Miami Dolphins money line, Cincinnati money line. Riskins, 25 to win 75. Got to like those odds. Yes. Only a three-teamer. You're not stretching out too far there? Nope. Nope. All righty. Nope, nope. Well, that will <laughs> do it for us this week. Folks, be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok for those daily and weekly free picks. For Jabron, the par, lay, pounder, I'm Andy Glasson. Thanks, folks, for listening. This has been WTL.